This lion has never seen such bullshit. Dude, lions in the bushes right now just shaking his head like, Jesus Christ, this fucking guy. Get a hold of this. Like I want to fall for the old deer hanging from a branch trick. Is that my first fucking rodeo? We sit next to him drinking a coffee. <laughs> it hands him the gun. Welcome to the Review to Death podcast. I'm Marcus. And I'm Luke. We watched a movie about a killer lion tonight. So without further ado, it's when cinematic animals attack quiz time. hit me with them lion facts you ready to, you ready to learn about some lions i'm ready let's go i gotta right, do better do... than i did i gotta do better than i did for the uh the spider quiz man i got annihilated on that one yeah you got wrecked so we're <laughs> you're my only contestant again tonight so we're going to do six questions or, or six true and false statements yeah. okay yeah all right number one lions are the biggest land predators on earth true false there are actually several bigger ones such as the polar and grizzly bears oh okay yeah i guess those could be bigger yeah that would be bigger number two lions are bigger than tigers false correct tigers are actually the biggest feline on earth all right number three lions are the only felines to live in groups true this is true. Yeah, they, they have their, their prides, right? Every other feline is usually, yeah, it's, uh, they're very territorial. They're, you know, they're like to be alone. All right, number four. Prides only contain six females and one male. See, I'm going to say true because I think there is only, no, actually, you know what? That's, no, that's false because I think there's more than that. It is false. There's uh, prides typically contain one to three male lions and then between five and 10 females. Yeah, and I because I think there's, you know, like the, you know, like there's an alpha male in such. Number five, a lion's lifespan is between 10 and 15 years in the wild. In the wild, false. I think it's longer. No, that's true. Really? Short, a, yeah. short-lived. Yeah, yeah, I thought they lived for uh, longer too. <clears throat> um, females typically live a little longer and then they they're more towards that 15 year uh, number number six last one a lion's top running speed is 50 miles an hour true that is true yep you got it they can only do that for very very short periods of time because their 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 stamina kind of sucks so let's see how you did you got you get half of them right man so you got three out of six <sighs> fine man that was a bit of a struggle i guess i i don't don't know uh too much about lions i guess i never I, thought about it too much but I, I i guess uh compared to some of the other animals that we've talked about i really don't know that much about them yeah i didn't know much about lions either man when i was researching this i was like there's a lot of me going oh interesting i had no idea <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah th- that's don't feel bad at all you did you did fine you pr- pr- that's probably about how much i actually i took a, a lion quiz online just to just to get some questions yeah uh it was a 10 10 question quiz and i i, I literally got 50 percent. so <laughs> well here we go we both got 50 percent. that's right uh, talking about things that it's uh that you don't really know too much about the movie we watched tonight man 
I did not know anything about this movie, and it's really difficult to find information on it. It is, yeah. This is a another movie by by Dick Moss, uh, who directed the movie uh, Saint that we reviewed for our our on Christmas edition. And then he also directed uh, Amsterdam, which was one of our, our guest movie titles. Yeah, this came out in, in 2016. Like Marcus said, yeah, there's not much out there on it. Uh, you know, it obviously has its own IMDb page, but there's nothing on it on Wikipedia. And, you know, just kind of like the bare bones reviews, just, you know, glancing at the interwebs. And it's really difficult to find it on IMDb even. Like I had to search up the director's name, Dick Moss, because this movie has a couple of titles. It's called either Uncaged or Prey. And if you looked up either one on IMDb, it doesn't take you to the movie. So you got to like just look at the director's page. I think there's actually more than a couple of titles. There's, but yeah, that it's, it's, it's confusing. Prey and Uncaged seem to be used interchangeably. And sort of like when we did uh, another Dick Moss movie, Saint, on the podcast, we sort of just uh, talked about the things that we like. I feel like that's sort of becoming a uh, a common thing that we're going to have to do for Dick Moss movies because, you know, his movies are a little bit of a mess, pacing-wise. Yeah, pacing-wise, tonally, too. Like, they're all over the place. It's, it's almost like they got a little bit in common with Asian movies. They, you know, they are very what would you say tonally fluid they will go from you know horrible scenes of say like in this movie kids getting killed by lions and then the next thing you'll see is uh you know they introduce goofy characters like the the master hunter theo and his goofy son it very much like a like korean movies in particular where it's just like like weird weird smatterings of humor that almost don't belong and and sprinkled into a movie where you know it's you know pretty horrific shit happens <laughs> as we've stated this movie is about a lion and it's just a regular old lion i had thought originally that it was like some sort of modified lion but it's just a giant lion that's on the loose in amsterdam and luke how about you tell us where this lion came from oh i wish i could but a movie never bothers to tell us they just it just it just <laughs> no. randomly introduced the lion and uh it's just i mean what is it it starts on the uh the, the farmhouse out in the country somewhere. Yeah. And this is, we've been talking about a lot of our movies in this series that we're doing being Jaws clones. And this is, it's, this is the movie. This is the part of the movie where it's the most like Jaws is to where it starts off with like, you know, a couple of attacks on people and you don't really see the animal and you don't know what's going on, but it's, you know, it's all ominous. In fact, you, you don't, you don't see the lion at all in this opening scene. It's just, uh, it's a couple that get, you know, the, the young couple that gets attacked and they get like yanked off screen. Uh, it's literally like they could be floating on water and, and a shark got them. That's it's, it's filmed just like that. You know, and as, as we stated, we're not going to go beat by beat through this movie because frankly, it's about a half hour too long. It's got a very good opening. It's got some decent things that happen in the middle. And then there's this whole section in the last like third of it that is just drags on. Yes. It's, it's very uneven. But it does have its merits. I, I was enjoying myself, even when it wasn't, you know, uh, it didn't have the the line on screen. There was it was just so ridiculous. The characters uh, were I mean, it's built as a comedy horror and it was pretty funny at times. Let's talk about our characters for a second. After it's discovered that, you know, there's these attacks happening. Another another part where the movie's not really clear. I'm not exactly sure how these main characters get pulled into the story because they I mean, you can assume that 
you know, our main character, her name is Lizzie Storm, and she works as a veterinarian for a zoo. She randomly gets called to go out to this farm house where this attack has happened. And I'm assuming it's because she's an animal expert. But again, they don't really explain it. Yeah, she gets recruited by uh, a char- another character that's present throughout the movie. His name is Olaf Brinkers, who is uh, he works for the Amsterdam Police Department. We're also introduced to Lizzie's uh, boyfriend, I guess. Yeah, uh, he's like a cameraman. In that, that gray area where they're not completely together, but they're sort of together. Yeah, and their relationship is so weird throughout the movie. It's like he just like moves in all of a sudden. But anyway, he's a cameraman for uh, for Channel A. Uh, and so and he, his name is Dave. His name is Dave. So he gets involved. He, you know, whenever there's a lion carnage, Dave is not far behind. So the first part of this movie is just Lizzie, Dave, and Olaf Brinkers, awesome name, by the way, <laughs> trying to convince the police department in Amsterdam that there is, in fact, a lion on the loose that's killing people. Yeah, this is your pretty typical, like, disaster movie you know, slash, you know, creature feature, which Jaws did this too. It's like, you know, hey, there's a killer, you know, axe on the loose. And the authorities are like, yeah, get out of here. <laughs> and the first time we really get a good look at a lion is uh, when it is shows up and it chases a uh, delivery person for a restaurant who's on the phone arguing with his boss because, uh, the person he just dropped his food off to didn't get all of his order because he fucking sold it on the side to our boy Dave trying to make up with Lizzie Storm for a mistake he had made earlier. And he's yelling into the phone and then he looks in the mirror and then he sees our uh, our lion. And I, should we talk about the lion a little bit? Yeah, this is the first time we get a good look at our lion. Up to this point, we've gotten like a flash of a face or maybe a paw. And, or a shadow, uh, right? Like, or a shadow. Like that. Yeah, uh, but now we see the lion in full glory. And and when we first see it, it's cool because it's got, you know, in the the movie, actually thinking back on it, it does this quite a bit, like more than a few times, which I guess, you know, not super original, but it always looks cool where it's got like a character that doesn't realize the lion's there and the lion is like at a distance behind it and it starts to run towards that character. And it's it's animated well and uh, animated being the key word here because the, the lion is... For most of the movie, the lion is CGI, and uh, he looks CGI. But uh, yeah, but it's not I, terrible though. Yes, I, I was just gonna say it's it's not bad. It's not bad CGI. It's it's uh, you know you can definitely tell he's not a real lion, but um, he looks good. So he chases this uh, delivery guy through the streets of Amsterdam. The delivery guy ends up uh, in one of the the canals that run through Amsterdam. Like he slipped off his bike and. Uh, we're we're both yelling at the screen for him just stay in the water, but he didn't do that. No, he he tries to crawl back out of the water, and as soon as he peeks his head up, the lion is there waiting for him, and and just bites his head clean off, and uh, super gory, and uh, all the gore in this movie, as far as I could tell, was was practical and uh, really well done. Yeah, you know that's sort of becoming uh, something you can expect with Dick Moss movies. I know we've only watched two of them. If there's any CG in the movie, it's usually that when somebody gets killed or something like that happens, that you know anything that happens to human, it's done practically, which we appreciate. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty cool uh, Dick Moss staple, and and you figure that the further we go back in this guy's filmography, you know, the the more you know practical things will stay. 
you know, once the captain of the police department is convinced that there's a lion, they decide to hire a hunter, like a lion hunter. And they talk about this guy named Jack, who's in England, who's like this, you know, established lion hunter. But they don't go with Jack because the police uh, captain has got a cousin named Theo, who is apparently a little bit of a lion hunter himself. So they go with this guy first. And this guy is a cartoon character. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it has to be on purpose. Right, he has to be. This this guy is is for for comedy relief. And when we first met him, I was kind of taken aback. Like, man, this movie's like really going full comedy with with this guy because he's he's completely over the top. And he's got this uh, he's got this son who he's just like the goofiest, like whiniest, like man child ever. And he just wants to go with his dad to on his hunts. And it's like and this, his, this this really skinny Dutch kid. And I swear that this movie gave him the name Guido. Cousin Theo, who we were real confused for a little while because we were looking up character names on, on the IMDb page. They call this character Naif, but we figured out that that Naif is just Dutch for cousin. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's Naif Theo, so it's cousin Theo. He sets himself up in the park. Think about like Central Park in New York, but in, in Amsterdam, that's what it feels like. It's, you know, like this really nature centered park with like a pond in the middle of it. And, and good old uh, Naif Theo sets uh, sets himself up next to a tree with a deer hanging on it. And they've got a bunch of lion traps that look like just giant bear traps around it. And then he puts himself in a uh, shelter tent that's literally like steps away from the bait. It's ridiculous. And he's wearing like, uh, like a like an old school African hunters like uniform like complete with like the like a round brim hat yeah and, you know a khaki everything yeah think so about it's like that like stereotypical uh British colonizer if you will from that yeah, era yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what he exactly looks like. looks like he looks like yeah he looks like uh yeah like an imperialist that's uh out to you know to conquer some kind of bush and uh he's even got a mustache that yeah. <laughs> looks like it's straight out from those times. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, he also, uh, I wrote down here, he he home alones this whole park. So he's got like these traps and the park is closed off because now it's, you know, now that the people are, you know, bodies are piling up there. There's a curfew. Uh, he's got, And he's got this uh, this MP3 player that's on a remote and he's, he's put it right next to this uh, this carcass and the traps. And uh, it's got like a, a list of like what Lion like five sounds. yeah like yeah just <laughs> so, so there's like track you know track one lion roar track two lion roar and he just keeps kind of like cycling through them and and um you know playing these lion roars which i again i don't understand like wouldn't you want like i don't know like deer sounds or whatever or something else lion. it feels like you wouldn't be playing <laughs> lion sounds so because he's playing that to attract, you know, our lion because he wants to catch it. And uh, oh, and then his son shows up uh, uninvited. Yeah. yeah. And they're arguing, you know, right next to the the traps and to the bait. You know, they're fighting with each other and he's trying to get his son to go away. Theo like moves back towards his tent. and The lion's waiting for him and just kills him, just starts goring him, you know, like eating out his stomach. And uh, his son's holding a holding the gun, getting ready to shoot the lion and his in the Nave Theo sitting there's like shoot him <laughs> but but uh, his son doesn't do it he trips and he falls into one of the traps or he steps yeah. into a trap he steps into a trap and then he falls over into another trap <laughs> it's, yeah it's like a fucking comedy of errors and it's all super gory and it's it's done well 
So, of course, the, the lion gets away, somehow sneaks onto a, a tram full of people and mm-hmm. uh, ends up <laughs> fucking ripping out like a grandma's back or something. This is awesome, though. It looks really cool. It looks cool. Yeah. He yeah but it's just his- like you're right. It's just it just shows up on a tram like this bus tram type thing. It's yeah. just on there. It just like magically appears and starts to attack the people inside it. And I'm and I'm pretty oh. sure that this is like a mix of CG lion and animatronic lion. Yes, because they did have animatronic in there for sure. Yeah. This lion's a fucking ninja, you guys. The, the, it's like it can I don't know. It, maybe it can't teleport, but it can definitely. It's uh, its sneak stat is at one hundred for sure. And you know what, Luke? If I'm being totally honest, and I'm looking back at this, I gotta say that this was probably like the peak of my enjoyment of this movie, and then it just steadily went down afterwards. It's okay as far as action beats go. Yes, this is a, a, I think about as good as it gets. Which is we're about an hour into this uh, kind of a longer movie tonight. It was about what it's uh, an hour and forty seven, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, longer than um, it, longer than it should be. Oh, for sure. But they do introduce finally this this other hunter Jack. That's uh, Lizzie's ex boyfriend. And man, I was pretty entertained by this guy for the next uh, twenty minutes or so. Yeah. So here's the thing. He is a very entertaining character. He's a lot of fun. It's pretty funny. But again, after about, you know, 15 minutes of his antics, I, you know, I got a little tired of it and I was more interested in seeing lion shit again. Yes, agreed. But uh, man, and when Marcus says antics, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this guy, oh my God. When, when I said the, the last hunter guy was a cartoon character. Yeah, this is another, you know, hyper, hyper real type character that gets introduced. This guy's name is Jack. De La Rue, okay. Yeah. He's from he's from England. Yeah. And he's like he's like the snootiest, you know, upper class acting, you know, guy ever. So he's yeah, just, I think you know, he's super... even thrown on like one of those older English accents. You know, yes. he's like doing it on purpose to make you feel like he's more of you know, like you know, he's the upper class. Yeah, like super arrogant and snooty, like mm-hmm, like that. Yeah. And um, he is a it's he's like a renowned hunter, but he's lost one of his legs in one of the hunts and possibly was paralyzed a little bit, which we're not sure about. Yeah. But anyway, he rolls in into the movie on a, a, a motorized wheelchair, which is like a, a like a little mini tank. It's got these yeah. uh these treads. Got treads. <laughs> yeah. That's our new character. He's gonna be our new hero. but again you know and this is the part of the movie that really starts to drag it's just like there's a lot of stuff with jack and lizzie and jack and lizzie and dave and jack fucking shooting chandeliers in a in a restaurant and and going to it and getting getting arrested afterwards he's a fucking loose cannon jack is yeah but it just goes on for so long and there's like this weird scene where he's like in a bar talking to these two older guys and it's just like a flurry of dad jokes out of nowhere. <laughs> Again, I was very entertained. I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> and then interspersed with that, like there's a SWAT team that goes into the park to try to get the lion. The whole and, this scene. And they're foiled by they're foiled by traps that these uh you know, these uh local Amsterdamers, because that's what it's called, I guess. When you live in Amsterdam, you get to be called an Amsterdammer. You're an Amsterdammer. That uh that show up in, you know, like camo and they're yelling at news cameras and stuff like that. Like, we'll catch the lion. You know, we don't need the police, stuff like that. So I guess they went into the park and they set up all these traps to catch the lion, but they catch a SWAT team instead and then get them <laughs> shelf shot by one of the SWAT team members. 
and then the scene just ends there's no reason for it to be there <laughs> yeah it's totally superfluous but it's uh yeah it's these these really goofy again so many goofy characters one of them's got an eye patch he's got, <laughs> just 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 so you know what like, we're dealing with here yeah they're they're like they're just very animated like we're going to catch the line you know dur, 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 and <laughs> <laughs> yeah they end up uh catching a bunch of SWAT team guys and they're like you know tiger traps and or spike traps and yeah, everybody gets killed basically yeah, and, and, the, and then you never you never never says anything about it yeah whatever else in the movie that's part of the movie acknowledges the fact that that happened yeah it's never brought up again it's just done and it's like it looks cool at first but it's just over so quickly because it's just like it's just again such a comedy of errors and well, i get not... excited at first too because i thought this lion was about to kill the swat team and i was like yes give me more of this but no that's that's what i was hoping for too i'm like man i'm that would be that would have been awesome but uh no it's just a you know a bunch of uh no non-characters killing each other so after a much too long middle section with useless scenes and stuff that doesn't really matter you finally get to our like final showdown between jack and and the lion and it takes place at a university well, it actually starts at that same park and then it ends up at right. that university. Yeah. But yeah, Jack sets himself up in the same spot that um, Theo did, you know, before. Which uh, before he had said, when he was looking at the, the scene before that Theo had messed up, he's like, you know, he should have set down wind. But then he puts himself in the exact, the exact <laughs> same spot that the other guy was. Yeah, he even like sprays this like little like. Like little tiny bottles so that you know it sprays like a little mist so yeah. it shows them exactly which way the wind goes so we we can see it too and he, he goes up wind <laughs> <laughs> he sits there and of course the lion shows up right behind him yes <laughs> and and he like he like you know furiously shoots a couple shots in the lion's way the lion starts to run away and that's when we see that jack's wheelchair is more than just a wheelchair oh but we gotta we need to paint this picture because this is where you have Jack in his motorized wheelchair chasing the the lion. So he's just zooming, you know, after this lion in this little wheelchair. So just you got to imagine a guy in a, a a motorized wheelchair that looks like a little tank chasing a CGI lion around this park. And uh, <laughs> that goes on Keeping for up a while. with this lion. Keeping yeah. this up with this lion that we know now from Luke's little quiz that could run in bursts of up to 50 miles per hour when they need to. <laughs> Which I would think it's probably doing if it just got shot in the face. Yeah, yeah. You figured that would be one of those short bursts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and then the tables are quickly turned, and then the lion starts chasing Jack. So it's like a fucking Scooby-Doo episode all of a sudden. Benny Hill, a wheelchair or, and wheelchair yeah. and, and lion. Yeah, dude, exactly. It was like a Benny Hill sketch. Uh, they could have played that music over those scenes, and it would have been perfect. And then we get another one of those, uh, you know, those long hallway shots. Jack's like at one end of the hallway and the lion's up at the end of, at the end of the other one and starts running towards him. Again, it looks cool. You know, we've seen it before, but it does look nice. Yeah, so Jack, uh, you know, he shoots the lion. Which, by the way, this lion is a bullet sponge. It's just, it does not care for guns. And uh, Jack puts his, uh, his, you know, crazy wheelchair in reverse and then it crashes through a, a balcony. And then he ends up like kind of, you know, the wheelchair goes flying. So that thing's trashed. And then uh, he's like hanging off the side of his, you know, what's left of this balcony. And the, the lion's like swatting at his one remaining leg and, you know, kind of fucking him up. And then he falls off and hurts his other leg, his good leg. 
Right. So it gets it hurts it further. Uh, then Liz crashes through the ceiling inexplicably. <laughs> I, I don't right. even know. This yeah. is so weird. Yeah. No, no, like it's just like a pratfall. Like she's been <laughs> like, like she's been listening like secretively in the in the ceiling rafters and it like they broke on her. Literally crashes into the scene. We were just, you know, befuddled. Like, what <laughs> just happened? <Yeah. laughs> and uh, so they come up with this plan, both of them. I guess Jack's plan. And he's like, well, you know, just cut off my other leg. Uh, use that as bait. Which she's like, okay. And she uh, just happens to have a, a hacksaw and fucking cuts his leg off. Yeah, she's a jack of all fucking trades, man. Where, where did that thing come from? That hacksaw. <laughs> now that I'm thinking of it, she just had it. <laughs> she set it up ahead of time she might she thought she might have needed it it fucking it was up in the ceiling with her <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god this movie is so ridiculous yeah so she she lures the lion into into a room they have a little 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 brouhaha in there right yeah stabs the lion right in the in the back of the head yes uh with this uh with the spike and it, it fucking goes like through the back of its head and it comes out of its mouth and then lion's dead except it's not <laughs> <laughs> yeah because we looked at the uh how much time was left in the movie and there were still like 10 to 15 minutes yeah left, so we did like, that what? a couple times uh <laughs> like oh man there's like 30 minutes left in this movie man yeah. there's like 20 minutes left <laughs> 10 minutes left what the fuck are they gonna do now yeah which again it's not a good sign when you're you know <laughs> <laughs> looking for how much time is left on the movie you're watching but i think I'm, i was confused at this point whether or not jack was still alive but they put him in a in a ambulance right and then yes. uh she's yeah. like i'll i'll ride with the i'll ride with jack uh liz says so they're they're riding uh in the ambulance you know there's a couple ambulance drivers up front i think dave calls her right on the cell phone yes and he talks about uh, how there's like a point of entry for the lion that doesn't match up with what Liz saw. So she starts freaking out like, oh shit, like what, wait a minute. And then the ambulance gets stopped by a train. So it's, at, you know, stopped at an intersection. And that's when lion number two fucking appears. <laughs> the classic, there's more than one. There's two you know, lions. It actually, it makes sense now. Cause you know, the, you know, earlier in the movie when it seems to just appear somewhere. Yeah, I, I guess. I, I, I mean, guess it's so. not done yeah. well, but I mean, I guess you can explain it that way. Yeah, this, uh, you know, another giant pissed off lion is out for revenge now, uh, you know, because they let's kill its mate. So it attacks the uh, uh, the ambulance. It kills. Does it kill both of the ambulance drivers? Yeah, I think so. There's a, a car that's, you know, ends up uh, parked behind the ambulance. Also waiting for the, the train to go by. Uh, you know, not gonna hard to explain. It's basically the lion gets trapped in the ambulance. Liz gets in that truck and pushes the ambulance onto the train tracks, and it gets hit by another train, and that's the end of that lion. It goes back to that park, which, by the way, a lot of this movie takes place in, in that in that park, and it starts to to zoom in on the on the bushes where a lot of these attacks have come from, and we're like, oh shit, man, there's more lions, and uh, yeah, sure enough, there's a little CGI eye that opens, and then the movie ends. <laughs> You know, I like what Dick Moss does with his movies. I do feel like this one uh, is one of his lesser efforts. Oh, for sure. Uh, you know, we I think we, we compared him last time when we watched uh, Saint to uh, um, to John Carpenter, right? Yeah. And um, I mean, we we have to watch more of his movies before I can, you know, really commit to that that statement. But I I, I think it might be really accurate because you know Carpenter started out 
you know, these low budget, like really effective horror movies. And then he made some just really awesome, awesome horror movies, including, right. you know, my favorite horror movie of all time, The Thing. Yeah. And and then, you know, when he got into the 90s, he started making some pretty, you know, arguably schlocky shit. Like, like not, Ghosts of Mars. Ghosts of Mars was not good. Uh, Escape from L.A. Not good. Yeah. Um, And I, I kind of feel like his career trajectory um and, and you know and dick moss's career are, are you know similar in that regard we'll have to see where he goes because this is currently the most recent movie he's made he hasn't made anything since then since this one yeah so that's i mean it's been six years that's a pretty long time so give me your thoughts on on cage slash prey slash lion in amsterdam <laughs> um man I, i'm glad i watched it i i will say that i i i can't i can't recommend it because it's it's so goofy it's uh you know at times it's pretty you know shoddily shot or not shot but just done the way things turn out on screen but uh i was entertained for for most of it uh like marcus said it's too long by far too long and um it, that, this movie should have been 90 minutes at most yeah i mean i guess it's sort of similar for me this is a uh, it's got to be a pass for me. I think if they they cut a good 35, 40 minutes out of it, I would say definitely watch it. Like as a shorter, like hour and 20 minute affair, it would have been great. Uh, but it's too long. Parts of it are enjoyable, but uh, I wouldn't rush to go see it. It is now time for Guess the Movie Title, the game where one of us picks a movie and tries to get the other one to guess it. And it's my turn tonight. Are you ready, Luke? Oh, yeah. All right, here we go. A ruthless bear poacher makes his way back to town after a full day of murdering those bears. On his way back, he is stopped by the local police. The poacher is arrested and his truck is impounded. However, these lackluster small town cops have failed to inspect the cargo hold. Dun, dun, dun. Later that night, a legendary forest beast emerges from the truck and holds the police precinct hostage. Whoa, I wasn't expecting a forest beast. This beast, hell-bent on revenge, holds the police hostage inside of their headquarters. Will the police barricades hold, or will our low-rent cops prevail? Now, this sounds like a like a siege movie. I like siege movies. I'm, I'm down for this. That's good. You should be keep that in your head. I'm glad you went there, because it's going to help you out. This first clue is not going to help you. <laughs> All right. This movie is made by and stars no one that you have ever heard of. You're right. It's not helpful. <laughs> <laughs> and just to, just to get ahead of you, when you ask me after we're done, is this movie any good? I'm going to tell you this. If this movie had been made recently, or if it was made back in like the 60s, 70s, or 80s, it could have been fucking awesome. Unfortunately for us, this movie was made in 2009. And we all know what that means. Oh, no. That's a all bummer. Because, right. yeah, I, I hear you. That uh, immediately lessens my excitement for it. Clue number two. Part of the title contains one of the names that is given to this legendary beast of the forest. So this beast has many names, and this is just one of them. Number three, and this actually goes with our little discussion that we just had about John Carpenter, is that the full title of this movie, and really the premise of the movie, is a mashup of the beast's name and a well-known John Carpenter movie that was remade in 2005 starring John Leguizamo. 
Oh, I know that movie. Yeah. Okay. So keep that title of the movie in your head and just mash it up with the name of this legendary forest beast that may or may not exist and that people like to search for. Assault on Precinct Bigfoot. Oh, man. You're so <laughs> close. That's a great name, by the way. You got the right John Carpenter movie. Yeah. <laughs> Precinct Bigfoot. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> This movie, that, that's actually a better title. This movie is called Assault of the Sasquatch. Dang it. Okay. All right. I was, I, you know, I was, dude, in my head, I'm like, Sasquatch, Abominable. Uh, I'm going to go with the classic Bigfoot. I mean, it sounds cool, but it probably isn't. Oh, it's not. <laughs> no, it's got like a 3.3 on IMDb. Uh, ouch. Okay. Yeah. See, it's one of those things where it's like, it's it's a fun premise and it's a fun title. And if like, a good movie studio and like good filmmakers had gotten a hold of it, you know, it could have been fun or a shitty filmmaker in the seventies. And it would have been fun. Sure. But yeah, no. def- definitely. It was made in the age of awful CGI that was yeah. rampant everywhere. And people were just, that's where I think, I feel like that's when CGI, like cheap CGI got cheap yeah. and affordable. And, you know, and anybody with a, you know, a sem- somewhat decent computer and, uh, a camera thought they could just make a, a movie and make it better with uh, with crappy CGI. So we, there were so many of those movies. The Review to Death podcast is written and produced by the both of us. We release new episodes on Mondays and Fridays. Thank you to Groove Witness for the use of their music. You can find them at GrooveWitness.us. Check out our written reviews at the link in the description and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Review to Death. Thank you for listening. And Luke, tell us what's coming up next. Well, coming up next, we're watching uh, another Jaws ripoff uh, in the movie Grizzly. Pretty much all I got. Later, Amsterdammers. Dude, this, 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 this is to me, this is like Elmer Fudd trying to fight Bugs Bunny right here. I mean, all I'm saying is that fucking Val Kilmer and the Ghost of the Darkness didn't do this shit. Right. And that movie seemed legit. <laughs> Pinnacle of historical lion hunting. Yes. That everything I learned about lion hunting, I learned from them. Look, he's right fucking there. <laughs> so stupid.